Let's start with the Nilkar Mantra. Namo Arihantanam, Namo Sitanam, Namo Ayadianam, Namo Ujayanam, Namo Loisavasamunam, Esu Panchanamokaro, Sava Pahupanasano, Mangala Lanchasavasi, Paramam Have Mangala. It's a new year, but you're still the same old you. You look the same, you feel the same, and you act the same. That's because New Year's and birthdays are meta-realities. Meta-realities are stories that are made true by our belief in them. So, how do you feel the way you want to feel if the passage of time is not enough? The fact that it's the New Year is not enough for you to feel any different, even though we all want it to be. Well, it's as hard as changing your life. And how do you change your life? Uh, you accomplish goals, right? Now, in this class, we set goals a lot. You, everybody here has set goals at least five times, right? And we did it together. And so I really thought that accomplishing goals wouldn't need to be something that we talked about. Because we set the goals, and then now that you've set them, you accomplish them. But then I realized, no, that's not right at all. And not many of you have come to me or I haven't heard that anybody has been accomplishing that many goals with as many goals as we set. If we set them six or seven times already, I've heard about maybe one or two successes and that's it. And then I realized like, oh, we didn't talk about how to accomplish the goals. We just, we're great at setting goals, right? I'm not sure that we talked about how to accomplish goals. And then I thought, well, do we need to talk about that? Yes, we need to talk about that. So we're gonna talk about how to accomplish goals. And then we're gonna talk about some other stuff too, kind of a hodgepodge today. So the first thing, of course, we're gonna start with the setting and then we're gonna move into kind of the new stuff, how to accomplish the goals that you set. And it's different from setting. So first you have to decide what you want. And this can be the hardest part for some people. That is sometimes it's easy for them to take one step after the next step and it's very easy. But it's hard to figure out which direction they want to step in, right? And that's deciding what you want. Um, it's very hard. Nobody can tell you what you want. Well, I can tell you what you want. You want to... Uh, use this brief opportunity you have to burn as much karma as you can, right? But there's lots of different ways to do that. And you have to set a goal to do that. And so the first part is deciding what you want. Uh, the second part is defining your terms. So if your goal is to be more happy, that's not specific enough, right? We know about smart goals. It can't be, that's not nearly specific enough. You have to define what is happiness to you. And the third part is to ask why. A lot of times we don't ask why we want those goals. We just generally want them, but it helps to ask why you want a certain goal because you may realize that that's not the goal that you need to accomplish the why. So the example is you decide you want to play the guitar because you want to be more popular among your friends. Well, you, when you ask yourself why you wanted to play the guitar, well, you wanted to be more popular. There are other ways to do that besides playing the guitar. There might be better ways too. So sometimes we have the wrong goal based on why we want that goal. 
And then the fourth step is to determine if it's possible. Some goals are not possible, and it's important to be realistic about your goals. Okay, so now the new part. How to accomplish the goals that you create. Uh, first is make a roadmap in writing. Um, it's important that... Uh, hey, come on in. Thank you. Sorry. Interesting. No, no problem. We're talking about how to accomplish goals today. It's a new year. It's a, Everybody's got different new goals they want to accomplish, so we're talking about how to do that. The first part is to brainstorm in writing, okay? And so what you need to do is, the reason we write things down is because we make them more real. Come on in, we're talking about how to accomplish our goals today. There's somebody behind you. Once you engage in this kind of free-form writing process, um, you'll find that it helps clarify your thoughts. And the reason we write them down is because it makes it more real than having them in their head. Does anybody remember why we say our prayers out loud in the morning? Why do we recommend everybody say our prayers out loud in the morning? Yes. Because when you say it, you activate another one of your senses, that is your hearing. And by activating more and more senses, you make it more real. Like virtual reality aims to activate and immerse yourself by capturing your senses. And if you have sight, that's good. If you have sight and sound, that's better. If you have sight and sound and touch, that's even better. If you have taste and smell, that's hard, but it's even better, right? You could enslave somebody if you capture all their senses. So when you use more of your senses, you make things more real. And that's of course why we don't eat animals because animals have more senses than plants and their suffering is more real. Is, um, they suffer more. Next, you have to get specific. Of course, we all know about SMART goals. We've done that many times. Does anybody remember what SMART stands for? Specific, measurable, achievable, resource, very good. Okay, so your goal can't be uh, too vague, and it can't be too general, and it can't. Um, it has to check all of those boxes. Okay, here's what you might not know, and we have not done in our goal setting prior, is you have to rank your goals. Even if you have three goals, you have to rank them. You only have a finite amount of time, and you don't have enough time to work on everything. And even if you have a roadmap for all three of your goals, well, when it comes time to work on it, which one are you gonna pick? You don't wanna waste your mental brain cycles trying to figure that out. So you have to rank your goals. And it's a lot like ranking your children, right? I wanna do that, and I wanna do that, and I wanna do all of these, all of these things are important. But no, you have to pick your favorite child and go with that child. Questions or comments about anything we discussed so far? We're talking about how to accomplish the goals that we set. We talked about goal setting so much and I realized we have not talked about how to accomplish the goals that we set. Maybe setting up uh, sub goals or, you know, to achieve that main goal. Is that part of roadmap maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Creating sub goals. Um, like we talked about gamifying Jainism and gamifying your life. That's one of the ways to keep on the path, 
to keep on the spiritual path is to set sub goals. Instead of saying, I want to walk, you know, a hundred miles, say, well, I want to walk one mile and then I'm going to reward myself and then I'm going to walk two miles and then I'm going to reward myself then. So these sub goals are definitely a great way to help accomplish your goals is to break it down into smaller parts. And this is hard, right? This is not easy. When's the last time you had a free half hour to sit down and with a piece of paper and a pen, you know, and be like, I'm going to think about my life. <laughs> it's so hard to do that. It's so hard to find the time to do that. But I'm telling you, you can make the time to do that. The next step to accomplish your goal is to envision your goal. And that sounds really dumb, right? Like, why, why do I need to close my eyes and visualize me achieving my goal? It's not dumb. You know why? Because before surgery, surgeons envision the surgical process. That's one of the steps that they do. And guess what? It helps because they think about, well, okay, I have to make this these incisions, right? And do I have the tools for that? And what can go wrong? And they say, oh, okay, I have to do this procedure. And what happened the last time that that happened? Something wrong happened. I have to get ready for that. And then it's like, okay, I have to close up. I have to do this sewing, you know? Oh, that reminds me of this other thing, right? That, that I needed to know, right? The mechanics do the same thing when they work on a car. They're like, oh, what do I have to do? Oh, I have to lift the car to get this part. I didn't even think about that. I don't have a lift, you know, like you have to envision yourself achieving your goal. And then you'll see like, you'll see more obstacles along the way. And you'll be able to clear those obstacles a little bit easier. And you'll be ready for success when it comes to you. So it, it sounds dumb. And it sounds like, why am I going to, I already feel dumb sitting down with a piece of paper thinking about my life. Why are you telling me to close my eyes and envision, you know, what I'm going to do? But it will help you. And that is one of the ways to accomplish your goal. And sometimes if you envision your goal, you realize that's not the goal you wanted, right? You're like, I, my goal is to make more money. Why? So I can have more things. Why? So I can make more money. So I can do more work, you know? you realize that's not my goal at all, right? Oh, I just wanted to have more time to myself. That was my real goal, you know? So envisioning your goal is very important. Uh, along with that, the next one is identifying obstacles. Envisioning will help you identify your obstacles. That is, what is standing in the way of you and your goals? Um, I used to think that motivation was the same thing as discipline. But now I think I realize what people mean when they say, you can't base your life on motivation. Like if you take an example, like your goal is to go to the gym, right? Motivation means like, you're not going to the gym unless something external happens that makes you go to the gym, right? It's like, you have to, you have to say, yeah, I'm gonna go to the gym today. And if you don't do that, then you're not gonna go. That's motivation. Discipline is, I'm going to the gym every day. And unless something happens, only something external can happen to make me not go to the gym, right? The default is I'm going to the gym. That's discipline. Motivation is the default is I'm not going to the gym. I need something to help me get to the gym. So now I think that motivation and discipline are actually two separate concepts. And it's, I think it will help all of us if we understand the difference between motivation and discipline. 
And discipline will help you overcome the obstacles, right? Because the main obstacle is always yourself. The main obstacle is always, it's easier not to accomplish goals and feel bad about it than it is to accomplish goals and feel good about it. And sometimes we're not even sure that, quote unquote, the juice is worth the squeeze. We're not even sure that the feeling of happiness that we'll get when we accomplish the goal is going to be, be even worth getting to the goal in the first place, right? Um, and so the next step is to identify obstacles in the way towards your goal. Uh, questions or comments about that? Just the comments on this visualization piece, I think what has worked for a lot of folks in the past, including myself and some others, is for your long-term goals, if you have uh, something called vision goals, everybody has some ideas, right? but if you have a vision that you want to keep it in front of you, um, this is especially for kids, and they are undecided, I don't want, I don't know what I'm going to do, they throw in a couple of ideas that they like and expand on it. Um, there's another concept called context diagram, which is you, you, what you want, you put it in a small box and just start building the things around it to see how you make, make it work. Right. So, so visualization and truly visualization is to keep that in forefront of a lot um, for the long-term process, long-term goals. So just want to add that on the visualization piece. That's great. And so what is a visualization board? It's like a mantra, okay? And who remembers why mantras work? Mantras are not magic. If you get up and you say to yourself, I wanna make $100,000 every day, five times, that will help you do that. But why does it work? It's your conscious about your, your objective and you, your actions that you take are consistent with that you're repeating it so many times in your mind. Exactly. It's the mindfulness, right? That's why post-it note works. Post-it note works just like a mantra right. works, right? And a vision board works just like that. You're constantly reminded of it because you have no choice but to see it. And if you repeat things in your head, well, if you say, I want to make $100,000, well, if you said that in your head five times, well, guess what? At the end of the day, when somebody invites you out to a happy hour, you're going to go because you remember that instead of saying, oh, no, I'm not going to worry about networking. It's never done anything for me. Well, guess what? You're going to go. And then if somebody invites, if somebody has a particular opportunity, instead of saying, well, you know, I'm not going to worry about that. Well, guess what? You're going to worry about that because you reminded yourself about it that day. Okay. And it created that mindfulness. At some point, we wanted to all be the regular mindfulness, which is your waking mindfulness. But we need all these crutches till we get there, right? It's very hard to get there. Okay, so the next step to accomplishing your goals is to create the time to do that. Now, we never talked about this when we were setting goals. Like, and maybe that should be one of the columns on the sheet. Like, do I have enough time to actually work on this goal, right? And how do I create a boundary in my life to work on this goal? Hey. Um, and so the default is you can create a boundary in your life of one hour a day for yourself in the evening. Now, if you're like, wait, I don't have an hour a day. You do. 
You have an hour a day. Your family will allow you to have an hour a day. And guess what? They'll be working on their stuff. If you set a boundary and say, no, I'm sorry, you can't disturb me. I'm going to work on that later. I'm going to help you with that later with your schoolwork, with this thing, with that thing that needs fixing. I'm going to do it later. You have, if you can do an hour a day, uh, you can change your life by working on your goals for an hour a day. And it's hard. And your family might not like it at first, but they will come to like it and they'll come to respect your the boundary that you set. And they'll learn that maybe they can create boundaries and that'll be good for everybody. The second way after you dedicated enough time is to make it a routine. So this is what we talked about, discipline versus motivation. It's just, you just do it because that's who you are, right? Instead of saying, well, I don't know if I want to work on that today. No, who I am is that's what I do. That's who I am. I have the discipline to do that. Um, does anybody have any, hey, come on in. We're talking about how to accomplish the goals that we set. We always talk about setting goals, but then I realized we never talked about accomplishing, how to accomplish them. Um, does anybody have any any tips on how to maintain discipline? How are they disciplined in their life? I have a buddy or a friend who has similar goals that way each when one is not so motivated the other you know pushes you or asks mm -hmm. you to come along so that could be one way of can you type in the password here they changed the wi-fi so we lost our people Jay Mahavi, yeah right so, yeah, it, it helps to have somebody else to help keep us on the path, right? Uh, anybody else, how do you gain discipline in your life? Like, how do you become that person where, no, the default is I'm going to the gym every day unless it's like a snowstorm that, you know, <laughs> that I can't leave and I can't physically, physically get there. How do you get that discipline? form a habit mm -hmm. and habits like there's a science behind how you form new habits or change right. your old habits you, there's a 14 days or some people say 21 days to create day. a habit but it's also there's a trigger and then there's an in, like, I, I don't remember the details of that you have to change yeah. that cycle that helps you create that habit where you um, there's a book on power of habit Right. That Probably that that's the detail about there's a trigger and then no, there's a, a reward, there's an action and then there's a reward or something that's that's connected. You have to break that link and in order to I don't know the details of that, but there's a method that you can do that to build your habits and that once you set a habit that becomes like intrinsic to you and helps you be more disciplined about it. That's right. Uh, can you send a message to the WhatsApp group that they, they lost? Uh, the connection here got messed up. Thank you. Okay, sorry about that. 
So the next step is uh, once we make it a routine is you got to track your progress towards your goal. That's going to help you stay on the path, right? Is if you track your progress, whether it's, and that's the measurable, measurable part, right? That is, okay, the goal is measurable, but are we measuring it? You know, so sometimes we get stuck like, oh, we just check the box, but then we're not measuring our, uh, how we got to that goal. Okay, thank you so much. Um, so how do you track your progress? Well, you write it down. The next one, the next way to accomplish your goal is to reward yourself. And then you know what it is to reward yourself. Don't use food as a reward. I went down that path and I got really stuck down there and it took me a long time to get unstuck. Okay, it's very seductive to use food as a reward. So don't do that. Don't don't be like me. Okay, <laughs> right. Um, try to use something else as a reward, and it can be you know, uh, everybody's different. What kind of rewards do you use for yourself? I'm used Starbucks coffee, yeah. uh, but I know that's. <laughs> Whenever I feel like I need something, something I've accomplished or I, I need to celebrate, yeah. I just drive through a Starbucks and get a cappuccino. Oh, that's good. Some people get like a scratch-off lottery ticket, you know. <laughs> they allow themselves to do that. What other kind of rewards would be good for us as we, as we achieve what we want to achieve and create, we hit our sub-goals and we hit the milestones. How should we use the principles of gaming to reward ourselves so that we stay on the, the path? Hard, huh? Yeah, yeah food is the first yeah, one that comes exactly. to mind, right? So if I tell you you can't use food, it's, it's quiet. <laughs> or sometimes uh, go on a shopping spree on yourself. Oh, that's fine. That's Not great. Family. Right, yeah, we, buy something for yourself. Yeah. yeah. So get an expensive watch or a suit or whatever you feel like, right? So, right. Yeah. But how about we reward ourselves with the most precious thing in the universe? That is time. How about we reward ourselves by instead of, um, yeah, Neil is saying more free time to exercise. That's a great reward. Guess what? That reward is a kind of a punya nubandu punya, right? You're rewarding yourself with more things that keep you on the path to your goal, right? That's great. How about we reward ourselves with time, with more time? I will let some of this other stuff go and I'll give myself more time to do this. Or I'll give myself more time to do that. Or I'll give myself more time to work on the goals that I wanted to, right? And I won't feel guilty about it, right? Spending time on myself. That's a great one. Okay, so questions or comments about anything we talked about so far. I hope that this helps you. I've not heard many of us accomplish the goals that we set. We've been setting them for too long for me not to hear that much about accomplishing goals. So I hope that this helps you accomplish your goals. Um, questions or comments about that before we move on to something else. Okay, let's get an art project update. Where are we? Uh, is it being made? So, yeah, I got the updates on that one. Um, so we reached out to the printer, I post that one. They said, uh, 
the biggest size we can make it is three by roughly five, three by five. But what they also suggest is that it's going to be just a one one piece and you can mount it and all that. Instead, if you want to do something kind of a rotational basis, so we come up with, let's say five art pieces, it, and it's just a printing, like a poster board that can be rolled. Uh, we can have something with a transparent plexi board, like transparent glass type deal. Mm -hmm. um, and it can be mounted where we want and it could be in rotational base. We just take the poster out, put another one. So what they're suggesting is instead of spending a lot of money on just one board, since we're not getting a huge large piece, you could do multiple arts or multiple things um, that can be rotational bases too. So that's another suggestion they provided. 3 by 5 is ready to go if we choose to and if we want to go with uh, painters in India for the larger scale, um, that's fine as well. So that was the update that came uh, last week. So they were still researching on a couple of other pieces, the, the printing side. Uh, I haven't heard back from them yet but I can ask them again if they have found a better quality picture uh, on that one. But I found the original pictures from the book that we scanned it also has a similar so it's a, okay. it's not uh, the scan part came from India was very low on resolution. It's actually that's what the original picture is. So for visualization purposes, three feet is the width of the door and height right. is still the middle hinge, right? Uh, five foot, yeah. Right. So this is a decent for the size. sake of visualization, is this a decent size for us on that wall? Is the question. This is local in Houston, right? So yeah, this is this should a, be a very quick option. This is a quick option and they suggested if you do just the printing, the poster board, which is kind of rolled, you know, you can just take it out from the show board and change it every month. If you want to have multiple art pieces displayed in the temple, then that's another option they mentioned. Oh. The thing is, if you put that one on that foam board, like the foam board you see here, if you put it on a foam board, the foam board has a cost to it. And then it's just the one piece. What so, did they give cost? Estimates they haven't about? given the cost, but they kind of know the they are in the, the same range. In the similar range. So the printing is not that expensive. The putting it on the foam board gets it expensive. And then you have to frame it and all that. So instead you have one time expense of plexiglass and you mount that plexiglass, which is transparent pieces. Right. You just slide in and out of that poster. Okay, so we're in a holding pattern or we have to make a decision? I think we need to make a decision on that. Are we, do we have more art pieces? Do you want to explore that and use that one? Or we just get with this one piece, um, put it on the plexiglass. And when we decide adding more art, we can just keep asking them to print some posters for us and put it on rotational basis. Yeah, we had a couple of the couple of images, but I don't think they were all high quality None resolution. Right. For the sambo, sir. Yeah, except for the one which you shared. Right. Was the was a good one, but I like the idea of plexi blown. So mm -hmm. that way, if at all we want in future, mm -hmm. we can always add more or right. change them. Right, and it's besides art. Also, if you want educational piece, like we talk about mm -hmm. um, our. The Jain symbol, the flag, there's a Jain bugle. There are a lot of other uh, 
items that we can display and have information around and that's year around you can change it if you choose to and a lot of people can get benefit out and it will get mounted yeah it will, it will be mounted. fixed like yeah like a regular it's going to board. be fixed on the wall mm-hmm. and you just slide in and out of the post what size is the plexiglass again i think it, it's five okay. or if you are going we don't want them too tall either. People are reading it off or something. We probably need three by five. Three by five is flexible. fine, or two and a half by four or something. I don't know. We can make that. Work. What do you all think on that? I mean, I like the idea of plexiglass as well. Okay. So it's easy to move around in future. But uh, right. I guess my butt is to stick with the samosa one if. Samosaran is there. Right. Well, that's but, one of the pictures there. Perfect. But yeah, on the so top of that, we can add more art right. or more informational pieces that we can turn it around. It's just making it uh, expand. The project is. Yeah. I think we can go with the plexiglass. So let me get the full detail on that. Yeah, what is the cost the of that piece? And if it is visible on that one, then the printing is very quick. It says two days we can get it. That's not a problem. Because painting will take at least 30 to 45 days if we have to get it from there. Plus shipping and all that. Yeah. Right. Plus shipping. I think I painting, the will look, painting will look good for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah. want just one big piece, that painting will do real look good because it's a hand, hand painted. Yeah. But I'm also thinking we, as dad's class, we print one thing and put it there. I think plexi would be kind of a neat thing, right? Where yeah. You can sort of keep changing and something new, something different comes. And we are not stuck with one samosa run where then it becomes uh, you know you start ignoring it once you have seen it, right? <laughs> you don't reap the benefit. Uh, if you are holding a spot, might as well keep rotating. Yeah, something. especially for kids. A lot of people but stand yeah, and talk, so hopefully <laughs> they can read and learn something. Okay, I'll, I'll get the cost. Yeah, let's that. let's go with that. Right? Okay. We'll drop the painting for now, given the time and the cost. Why is it over on the little bit high side? Okay, I'll send out an email today to them, and if we can get that thing done in a couple of weeks, we'll, we'll get that going. Back. Is this someone local here? Yeah, um, I think Hero. I, I, I don't know. All yeah, Hero's Hero's uh, father-in-law. Okay. Okay, thank you for the art project update. Next, I have a committee list for you. So, with the new constitution, we have many new committees, and now is a great opportunity to serve on a committee, or if you have a little bit of more time, be the head of a committee. Um, take a look at what seems interesting to you. And let's talk about it. I have a list for everybody, and you can text Bunkim at the number that I wrote down um, there at the bottom. You can text Bunkim that you're, he's an executive committee officer, that you're interested in one of these committees. And a lot of them are new. So you will, if you want to, let's say, be part of the JSH Historical Committee, there's nobody on there right now. A lot of them are new. They're just starting to fill out the committees. So if you express your interest, you're going to be the head of the committee and you're going to be able to shape the culture of the new JSH that we're ushering in. 
Um, and so this is a nice opportunity for you. Some of these committees gets, get uh, budgets too. So for example, if you want to be on the recreational activities committee because you love playing cricket and you have strong opinions on cricket bats and cricket balls and this wicket is good and this <laughs> bailey is not good, then you're going to be in charge of doing that because you're going to be in charge of the budget for the recreational activities committee. Uh, I just have a list for everybody. The descriptions are very long, okay, that we wrote. So if you want to look at the descriptions, feel free to come look at this. I just have this one that I printed out because I couldn't print out 10 of them. Um, Can I scan that if we uh, post it in yeah. the group? Yeah. I just sent this um, picture. You did. I'm going to send this. Okay, yeah, I, I can do that. I can I can make it a PDF. I have the document. So do you want a PDF of these descriptions to yeah, the group? Yeah, and then we just push it okay. on the group. Yeah, sure thing. But let's talk about some of them. Is anybody, does anybody see something that they're interested in or that they don't know what that committee does? And if you don't have that much time, you can just be a member of the committee. You don't have to be the head. If you feel like you want to be, uh, take more of a participation role, then you can be the head of the committee. Nobody's on these committees right now, except for the ones that we have. Hey, sorry you got kicked off there earlier. Of course. Um, we got back on. Uh, I think they changed the Wi-Fi. I don't know why they thought this was a good time to change the Wi-Fi name. Um, but yeah, take a look at these new committees and text Bunkin that you're interested in them. And he will um, mark your name down because they have you have to be accepted onto these committees. What committees are you interested in? So like the new one, my favorite new one is the historical committee. This is something that we've never had. And I thought it was very important because all this is going away, right? This is all going to be gone. And who's going to remember it? I don't know. Who remembers the old temple? Me and you. Anybody else? So this is all new too in my mind, okay? Because we had an old temple before. We had a different main hall and we had two Patsala rooms, right? We had the big kids class and the little kids class, right? And it was like all gray. I'm, this is like when I was growing up. And it was much less than this because this is the renovated Jain temple. Well, I don't know it, if you know that. Yeah, it was here. And so, so like the old temple is just a memory in his and mine's head. Okay? So this is about to just be a memory in everybody's head. So that's why I created this historical committee. And I just created it without anybody knowing. This committee <laughs> shall preserve the history of the JSH and lifetime members' families by collecting, storing, maintaining, copying, collating, indexing, recording, organizing, managing, displaying, and being responsible for physical, analog, digital, and electronic documents, pictures, videos, written accounts, written histories, oral accounts, oral histories, timelines, membership records, financial records, minutes, genealogies. This is the big one. This is what I want to do. Genealogies. Birth records, marriage records, death records, obituaries, and the like of the JSH and lifetime member family. Like, I want this person to, like, collect everybody's genealogies and collect everybody's pictures and make videos and things like that. Because all this is going away. Nobody's going to remember this in, in 10 years, I bet. Nobody's going to remember this. Nobody's going to remember what it looked like. Uh, so I want to preserve kind of that history. So I created this committee, and I'd like somebody to be in charge of it. I can't be in charge of it because I'm doing dad's class. But I would like somebody to be in charge of it. I think it's important. And like that, you know, I created a bunch of these committees that I think are important. Um, and so let me know if you have any questions about some of these committees or you want to work on them.
What's that? I'm sorry, we can't hear you that well. Oh, can you check get the chat? Okay, sorry. Ah, let's see. Is there a medical committee? I don't see a medical committee on the list. I would like to start one. We had an emergency last year during class and I had to run out to help. Need to have supplies and resources available to help. Yes, I agree with you. There is no medical committee. Um, I would like a medical committee. I'd like to have money. And the medical committee, I'd like to um, have money to give out to especially seniors who have medical issues. A lot of people like to donate. They would like to donate to help out other members that are having medical problems. The medical committee could develop a kind of a, a policy for the Jane Center about, hey, we need this kind of medical equipment at the Jane Center, you know, a AED device. We need to teach people how to do CPR at the Jane Center. I love that idea. I wish I thought of that idea. I did not think of that idea. I would like to set it up, and I think that that would be great. I, I will add that to my list of things to work on, is to create this medical community committee. And maybe, you know, we could be have them be mentors to our future doctors or whatever you want to do, and uh, I'll recommend that Neil be in charge of that. Uh, great idea. Okay, thank you so much. Great idea, amazing idea. I did not even think of it at all. This was a, a precluded idea, remember? About the men and the mangoes. This was a precluded idea. It just did not enter into my head at all until somebody told me, and then I realized how obvious it is. Why didn't I think of that? I have no idea why I did not think of that. What is Member Services Committee? Yes, let us look at Member Services Committee. Will the Medical Committee be part of that? Or? No. This is another one of my pet committees. This committee is responsible for connecting JSH members with secular social services, including but not limited to counseling, child counseling, career counseling, pre-marriage counseling, wedding planning, marriage counseling, new parent counseling, birth and newborn services, babysitting and childcare services, healthcare services, preventative healthcare services, real property purchase planning, financial services, tax services, anything that's not religious, okay, that we want to connect with each other so we can give each other business and we can uh, bring ourselves up. That's what this committee is. Any kind of secular service that we want, the member services committee should be providing to our members. Uh, the list goes on and on. Tax services, accounting services, construction services, funeral services, and the like. Um, yeah, I, I really think that that's important. Uh, uh, other churches, they're there for you when you're born. They're there for you with all the, the rights and everything when you're born. Before you get married, they're there to, to make you talk about money, to make you talk about sex, to make you talk about children, which is why these marriages end up in divorce. And if you talk about it first, that can only be a help. They're there for you with the venue, with the priest when you get married. They're there for you. They're there for you when you die. When somebody in your family dies, they know what to do. They know the services to do. They have somebody available for you. We have zero of that, okay? 
So I'd like to get there. Obviously, this is aspirational. Obviously, this is going to take a long time to develop. But if you want to be here at the start to develop this for our members, then this is the committee to be in. What is Jane Fellowship of Houston? Jane Fellowship of Houston is our youth group. And so um, they have their own structure. They have a president, vice president, and they coordinate their own activities. It's from about middle school to college, from about maybe seventh grade to twelfth grade. Seventh to twelfth grade. And so you don't have to be a kid to help out with that. They need help on the adult side as well. If that's something you're interested in helping our children, then you can be on that committee as well. The goal of the seniors committee, um, uh, Mona, who you just saw, helps out a lot with that. Uh, the ideal, you know, the aspirational thing would be I want to drop off my parents at the Jane Center in the morning and I want to pick them up in the evening because they spend time here. So they can have chai in the morning, they can do their meditation or prayer or puja, they'll have lunch here, they can do visit with other people in the afternoon and I pick them up after work. And I want to do that every day. And uh, I think that's a good goal to have for our seniors committee. Yeah, we have something like that in Aliana. Mm -hmm. There's a senior... Uh, community center where parents are dropped off in the morning and then they cook food together and they also uh, sell that food to people who want it uh, and, and just spend that whole nine to five time that's great yeah they have a proper center uh, being built uh, I mean there is a facility which they have and I've seen seniors you know spending time with like-minded similar age uh, people. That's great. I mean, the number one cause of death is isolation, right? If you have something to look forward to, some people, some community mm -hmm. to make around you, then uh, you have a fulfilled life that helps you have a meaningful life. So I think that's great. Uh, the networking committee is exactly what we're doing here. From university up to and including 40 years in their work mentorship. That's the networking committee. Other questions? What committee does anybody have an interest in? Because by default, I'm in Pachala committee. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the risk hmm. management committee? What do we assess risk for? Risk management. <clears throat> The committee shall identify, assess, and recommend actions to neutralize short-term and long-term risks to the GSH and lifetime members' families, including, including reputational risks and risks to all GSH events and activities. Formulating policy for all of the foregoing. Um, yes, that is risk management, so a lot of security.
Okay, so if you're interested in um, serving on one of these committees or you're interested in learning about more, you can talk with me, but definitely text Bunkim at the number that I put there at the bottom and it will happily mark you down and then you'll frankly be responsible for a lot of this stuff right off the bat. And so now's a good time to get started. So it's a new year, it's a new you, we're going to accomplish goals and we're going to work toward those goals. Thank you very much for your time this week, I really appreciate that. Thanks to everybody online. I'm sorry we had that interruption. I think they changed the Wi-Fi name.